Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Shut the Funk Up podcast. I am the well-fed boy, and as always, I am delighted to be joined by Jay Lit the Kid. What it do? How is everyone doing out there? We had some busy weeks. Jordan was just telling me about Review City mm-hmm. over on his side. I had I was in Surgery City. I don't, hey. know, if, I don't know if you can see that. I got, got a couple couple war. Chick steak scars. Is that it? I need a, I need more. I, I thought I was gonna have. I was telling you. I thought I was gonna have like crazier scars. There's two things that chicks dig: scars. And the long ball? And the long ball. Okay. okay. So you're... I've got both. I think you're good. Yeah. I got both of those yeah, down. Yeah, you're good. Yep. Surgery went well. Yeah. Good to go. Um, I eat... I can't... I got surgery. It was, a, it was a gut situation. So I got five weeks of liquid diet. I told... Um, Everyone I tell that to is just freaked I out. would rather have gone through a much serious and intensive <laughs> surgery... To not have to go liquid uh, for five full weeks. I can't imagine. So, like, everything that you're ingesting is completely and utterly blended down to a liquid. Um, Beside, like, I mean, I've, I've tomato soup and butternut squash soup, but that's like, you know. I'm calling that liquid. It's liquidy. The only thing that's like. Not like liquid is the mashed potatoes that I made over the weekend, but again, those are very they're runny. Yeah, they're so they're not like that nice thickened. Did you, you know, know buttered up? Did you know that that was gonna be a result of the surgery before you got in? Yeah, that was the first thing when they're like, all right. Like they needed like verbal confirmation of like, all right, so we recommend you want to do it. And like one as I was like, yeah, for sure. He like whips out this paper that he just had ready and was just like, here you go. Uh, look over this. This is some of the, uh, you know, post op stuff that you're going to have to do. Some of the instructions you have to do. And he's like, I'm going to go out and grab some paper. I'll be right back. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. All right. Did they bury the lead on that too, where it wasn't even the first thing? That's a five. That's a, that's a five, and it just says like you know five weeks. Here's what you says like five weeks. Here's what you can eat, and then like for one to five weeks. Here's what you can eat, and it's just basically uh, pureed pasta, fruit juices, vegetable. Wait, bro, that was the pasta fr- was on the that's list. That's the first thing on the list, and I was just like. What fucking mafiosa Italian douche is just like has to have their pasta that they're pureeing it? I was like, that's the, I was like, you can just take that one off, just leave that one off the list, bro. No one's doing that. No one asked for that to be put on the list. But I did like the idea of just like pureeing some like angel hair pasta, making like a nice sauce, you know. With great so, gravy and, and then like in a bowl like a soup bowl like half of it's the pureed pasta the other half is the sauce i have you i was making, just like and i'm just like yeah like sopranos is playing i'm like yeah i have yeah, you yeah. making <laughs> a, a bunch of normal food that you would normally eat in any circumstance and then having to blend it to and just like continuing with a normal human diet so like you make like a pork chop and green beans, and then you just take all that and throw it in a blender, and then like sip on it. 
there, that was like the first thing on the mind. I was like, oh, that's cool. I'll just like the best thing. And then I was like, nah, see, like, that's going to be disgusting. Yeah. Because like, like, you know, basically it was just like fruit juice, uh, protein drinks, vegetable juice, mashed potatoes was the one saving grace on there, but you know, it had to be runny. And then it was, and then it was like soups and stuff. And then the rest was just like baby foods and like I've got applesauce. Uh, luckily, I love cottage cheese, so I, I can fuck around. I'm fucking up cottage cheese, which has been it's been a while. Fucking mm, so fucking good. Now a byproduct of this, which I threw into and the, smoothies and I, stuff. I, like I threw that. this into the chat, and I got like nothing back from you or Scott. But uh, <laughs> a byproduct of this is you're gonna look great for beach season. I'm gonna look great. I'm mean, I'm down to two fifty five, brother. I'm like shedding, especially now. I don't like that you're creeping into my weight class, <laughs> bro. I'm gonna be. I'm like it's. It's pretty much now that I'm on this diet. It's pretty much a a pound and a half a day. I because I have a and I'm like I'm like watching it. It's pretty much a pound and a half every day when I wake up. I'm just like boom. It's just clicking down. I'm like damn, dude. I'm gonna be fucking i don't like this i'm gonna be balled out but i'm also like i'm walking and stuff because that's the other thing too because we were like oh you're gonna be so skinny it's gonna be so great and i'm just like yeah but i'm also not trying to like come out of this and then i go out and people are like oh homeboy looks like sick you know i want to come you out look sick yeah you i want sick. i want people to be like "Ooh, alex is looking nice you looking look tight. healthy looking you are you have a little bit of maybe it's a little post-op glow <laughs> going on <laughs> we'll post that jaundice glow <laughs> look we we were talking about it uh you and i i mean i think we can guys we can go ahead and and just put the ballots back in the drawer 2024 comeback player of the year um i this 2024 is the year of alex i think that this is just this is we're getting all the hard stuff out of the way early um, yeah, yeah, and it's a bunch of setbacks, but those are setbacks for a comeback. I told, I told, I told you and Scott too, and it was, I, I signed up for a five k. Um, ladies and gentlemen, Turkey Trot is looking good, coming in hot. <laughs> Turkey Trot twenty twenty four. Now, if you weigh less than me and you beat me, <laughs> no, 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 at the Turkey Trot. On Thanksgiving 2024, I will fling myself in front of a moving bus. <laughs> no, no. Um, I yeah. So I yeah. It's so I'm still walking. When I'm is still, when I'm, is that? That's my March. You said? Yeah. See, so like I had signed up for it like when I was like you know balls deep into like you know changing it around, and then like I did the surgery after. So it's like as soon as I'm done with this like diet. It's like a week or two later is the the is the run. So I'm like, oh, because I wanted I was gonna use February to like, yo, I'm gonna like train and work myself up to like so I can run a 5k. You know, it's only three and whatever miles, but you know, whatever, it'll be cool. Guy doesn't even know the mile total. Three point one? What is it? I think it's three point one five. Yeah. So and I was like, yeah, because I'm gonna try to run it. You know, blah blah. blah. Like get my knees. How know. are the shoes? We got good shoes. I got great shoes. I've great got like a hundred and like thirty dollar New Balance like running. The running shoes. I went to like what's it called? The running store or like yeah. whatever mm-hmm. it's called. Yeah, yeah, the running depot or whatever. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. So. 
I I I won't so I won't be able to train out, but I'm still like I'm you know I'm still gonna go ahead. I'm looking forward to it. I'm I'm down. I'm, I'm wow. <laughs> Where is it? Is it like it's uh, downtown? It's it's right across from down right next to Fat Cats. That that park that's with Esplanade Park right yep. there. That's mm-hmm. where like it starts and finishes. Oh cool. And you run through downtown. Oh cool. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Yeah. So yeah, we're getting twenty twenty four. I asked. That was a couple of things. I was like, I was like, what a doc? What if I make like you know eggs and just like chew it a lot he's just like no and i'm like and i'm like all the all the fruits and stuff have to be like you know period stuff i'm like i can't have like a banana and just like you know just munch that thing down and chew on it he goes no alex you can't and i was just like what the fuck are the rules here bro like god damn it because that's my whole thing i was like i'll i'll have his i'll have a hamburger and i'll just chew i'll I'll enjoy it and then i'll just chew the fuck out of it Mm -mm. nope so wow. even like the pills and medication to take, got to take them out, got to crush them, snort it. No. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's like that. So yeah, it's good. It's good though. I'm like, I'm totally used to it now. So. All right. Yeah. We're here. We're, we're here. We're, we're here. In we're in it. Um, you're almost on, you're, you're on the other side of things. Yeah. This should be good now. You're, this was, you're like, uh, the light is at the end of the tunnel. This isn't the light that you don't want to go towards. This is the good light. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you're like, you know, you're going through the tunnel and you're basically on the, you're almost on the other end. Yeah. Yeah. I should be good at, after this, this should be good. This should, this should fix the anemia and all the other crazy stuff that was happening. And, um, you know, I, I'll, I'll, I think I'll eventually that my eyesight has gotten so much better. These just help now. I think I should just always should have been having glasses before. Yeah. So I'll probably get some glasses and like, yeah, I'm uh, yeah. 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 Okay. It was, it was quite the journey, but, uh, it was, it was good. It was, it's good. We're no, it's, it's, I'm, I'm happy with it. Good. Yeah. Um, and if anybody out there wants to see the skinny mini, yo, check out the YouTubes. We're live on YouTube still. Hey. We're not live, but we're on YouTube. We're posted on there. We're getting up there. It's a lot of fun. People can, you know, see us today actually will be a fun one. We've got some, some visual stuff here yep. at the end of the episode that we'll get to do. So my bad, Scott. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and early my bad, Scott. Yeah. So check out the YouTube and if you guys, uh, you know, want to watch if you want to watch the show instead of listening to it. But let's get into episode one thirty three and uh, recap me on this is one I'm a little nervous about of what you thought about love. Meh. Yeah, I knew you would. I was like, Jordan's not Jordan's not cool. Not enough. my. He's cup, not cool enough. Not my cup of tea. But I will say, <clears throat> um, well, at least was there a couple at least? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't think I liked a lot of the instrumentation and the arrangements of that. Mm-hmm. Also, um, it's a difficult, it's a difficult way I feel like to explain it. They have like a, a thick sound. Okay. Like it's there's certain songs where it's very layered. And there's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did like that. So yes. it, it's one of those things where it's like, I appreciate um, the musical ability, but, and like, I get why people like it, but it's just not something that, um, like, I, I would engage in often. So yeah. love for me is probably something that doesn't, make it on um, to uh, to the, the multitudes of 
Jaylet the Kids playlist. Mm-hmm. But I can understand why people enjoy it and why it's good. It's kind of got like that early punkish kind of feel to it. Yeah, it's and, well. It was. I mean, it kind of in in the same breath of punk. It was you know when that when they came out, like no one that there was. Oh, I early, can tell that was like know, pioneering sound. Early senses of psychedelic and proggy rock before way before prog rock was even a thing. Yeah. So like when that came out, it was very different. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'll. I'll. I'll I. I suspected, but I. I, I had I was, a feeling that you had a feeling. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, let's go, uh, quickly into our weekly ear candy. It's a new segment that we've been doing where we just give you kind of just a one, one track that we've been digging on, uh, the, the, that week. And, uh, I made a Spotify. It's called, um, uh, weekly ear candy. I believe it's called Yep. on Spotify. So you, we always add the tracks there. So if you guys ever want to hear the track, go on there and listen to it. Um, my weekly ear candy this week was an interesting one because I'm usually not a big I love Paul McCartney, love his I love his single stuff on his own, love the Beatles stuff obviously, but I was never a Wings guy. That is also something that kind of threw me through a loop where I was just like, huh. Yeah. Didn't, didn't peg Alex for this. No, but I love that peg Alex. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But that song is a rare wing song that uh is really good. It's a it, and it's a it's a heavier one of his heavy. It's a heavy rocker song. It's got a really nice guitar riff in it. So I that's why I kind of went with it because I I normally don't go, I don't fly with the wings usually. Mm. Uh, and that's usually it's and, and not not no disrespect, but Wings is Paul and Linda. It's him and his wife. That's yeah. like the band and her influence kind of uh, is not needed if you mm. ask me. So, Hot take alert. So. But and you'll hear on this song, uh, her influence isn't uh, prevalent as Ooh, much. Okay. But it's got a fucking riff and a half on it. So yeah, yeah. that was my. I uh, I my listened candy. to it um, a couple weeks ago on my way to the grocery store. You, I was like, I was, I, uh, I was like, Jordan will like this one. I was like, this, yeah, this is right no, for it, it was good. Um, I don't think I'd heard it before, and I was also like, ooh, wings. Yeah, like I knew about them plenty, but I was like. Maybe I need to dig in more. Yours was a fun one. I loved yours. So um, mine was uh, Journal of Ardency by Class Actress. Yes. Which um, Great song. we finished Suits. Uh, have you? Did you start Suits at all? No. I got, I'm, so, I got, I'm, I'm so in another lane and doing other stuff. So, by the way, we got good feedback from Fargo. If you still want to hop on that train, Bro Bry, shout out to Bro Bry. And a couple other listeners hit me up that listened to our, our movie and TV reviews from last episode. Yeah. And they were like, yo, yeah. So we've been in kind of like this period where we're trying to... Did you to... finish Suits? Yes. Okay. Ugh, that last season, what a slog. Eight, oh! It's eight, eight seasons. That, that's how they, I, I honestly... No. That's how they kind of are, most are. I, I've never... I, I know a lot of people get mad about that with... TV Eight shows, seasons is a lot, lot, yeah, and they're like forty-five minute episodes, like sixteen episodes per season. It took us months, you know, <laughs> right, yeah. to just finish all that, mm-hmm. and that, and, so, and we were watching multiple sometimes per day. Right now, still think it's worth. Still, yeah. Um, it was like was it, the ending all it, right? It broke like streaming records in twenty twenty three. Um, was the know, ending all right? Um, ending or was it like the typical like didn't know how to end it or they there was a shitty ending or whatever because I'm ending I will say um, 
it was an appropriate ending. Okay. So Not it bad. wasn't a letdown. There was some closure. Um, thing they kind of tied things up in a bow. But okay. The reason the last season was a little uh, more difficult was Meghan Markle left after season seven, and and so did her romantic interest in the show. And they are a large part of the show. But it's still it's still good. Whenever I see trailers or uh, promos for it, they always show her. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, but oh uh, yeah. But recently we were and then you so switched we've been, over. We've been trying to find something new to watch, and we have HBO now. So I was um, we were trying out Barry. Great. And Barry was great, great, and, great, and, great. And, the, and the, the class actress song was in an episode of Barry, and mm. I was like, ooh. Yeah. I li- and this is a bit out of my lane, but I kind of want to get off at this exit. Yeah, that's, so yeah, I like I, what you did there. I did, and um, and then I, I, I think I hit you with it, and you were like, yeah, known about that for a while, bud. You, I, 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 try, I try not to do that too much, but I, I thought, because I used to bang that one all the time, Back in the day when I was in the band with your lovely wife, and I always played that song, and I and I remember, I, I think I can remember her liking it or knowing it, and like and saving it too. So when you sent, it, I was like, "Oh, did Ellie show you this?" And then, you, and then you even better, you were like, "No, it was in Barry." And I actually remember because it was it's a credit scene. It was like when it goes yeah. to credits. Yeah, it's like, I remember. I was like, Ooh, first season, great yeah. song, yes." So that was one. Um, I actually went forward a little bit and I added another one, and it is um, "I'm a Ram" by Al Green. Mm, that's a great. We were listening to the Stapleton song. version of it, and um, very what soulful. I, not not. Oh, great. Uh, early, though, like early Al, uh, Al Green, not like the, you know, um, uh, you know, the gospel Al Al Green that, oh, yeah. like, he starts to, that, that, that type of soul. It's like. Nah, he's still got the horns and shit going. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, that was because we were listening to a, the Stapleton cover of it, which is a great cover. He does a good but job. we went. I was like, let's go back and listen to the original. And the original is just great. Um, Definitely one of my favorite Al Green songs. So yeah. I, I think, uh, to me at least, the 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 kind of premise of the the ear candy is not to put on maybe something that's super super well known. We want to kind of dig a little bit. We want to unearth maybe yes. something that's a little bit more hidden. But you so can Al also Green is, is isn't something that I would I wouldn't expect you listeners to know the name Al Green. But Amaram, you know, I don't know. I, I mean, it's not one of the one or two or three exactly. Al Green songs that you're going to hear first. Right. Yeah. L- yeah. If you were like, yeah, if you put like, what is it, like Love and Happiness or something on there? I'd be yeah. Like, I'd be like, okay. Well, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that. So. yeah. Um, I actually have another little t- uh, add-on too. I've been listening. Um, I listened to this episode of this podcast um, called the the Fader Uncovered, where it's hosted by Mark Ronson. Yep, and he interviews you know various people. And in the episodes, he was interviewing Kevin Parker of Tame Impala, and they're talking about this unreleased song that he that Kevin Parker um, did with SZA, 
and it was produced by Mark Ronson, and and they both were just like kind of went back and forth of just like how is that song like? Because I guess it, it's kind of it's kind of SZA's song, but like you know it's it's featured like Mark has no control over it, and he's kind of just like we got to get that release, man. Like that song is such a banger, and I was like, God, I'm never I don't know what they're talking. The song's called Back Together, so it's not on Spotify or Apple Music, but it is on YouTube, and I swear to God. You got to check it out and anyone else there too. It is worth to go find it on YouTube. It's funky, produced by Mark Ronson. It's fucking good. Um, speaking of past, past cocks that we have discussed, I don't know uh, if you saw, but recently there was a new release. Justice is coming out with a new album. I already pre-ordered the vinyl. If- that's why you're my guy. I just got the email all in French coming from Paris. That all I said it said like "Et elle va trouver track package," and I'm like, okay, it's they sent, baguette. I think they sent it. I think this link means track package. Oh well, I have a lot of experience of getting packages from Europe, so I could probably take. <laughs> I'll a look forward at that it to for you, you and you check it out. Shout out to me. you, Scott. Yeah, um, I'm excited. But yeah, so the, song? the song is with Tame Impala. Pretty good. Um, and yeah, it was a good song. Yeah. And it was so funny because you hear the background, you're like, oh, Justice, check. Then you hear the eerie kind of background sampling His that harmony, is so classic song, Tame Impala. And you're like, oh, check. It really is. So, That's exactly what it is. You're like, check. Okay, we're good. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, okay. Um, but I'm excited for, for that as well. Nice. Sweet. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. So there's your weekly ear candy. Yep. Um, Jordan, what did, uh, what'd you learn these past couple weeks? Oh, also real quick. Um, yeah. we, I watched the Barbie movie, which we'll get to that in a second, but Mark Ronson was, um, I think he did the whole like score and all that for the Barbie movie also. Yeah. Well, I, I think he did right most the... of it. He did the Dua Lipa song and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but I saw his name flash across at the end and I go, of course. My guy's always in on that. So this is why he's over here. He's like, we're watching Suits and we're always looking for recommendations. Like, bro, you're over here watching Barbie, dog. Like, I, I know you can't. Hold I know on. You, I know you want to blame the wife, but it's just like there was been right a, here. I'm giving you all the goods, and then you go home and watch Barbie. First off, she had she went, of course, with her sister and mother. They dressed in pink, went and saw it in theaters. That's fine for them. And it was so on... So she watched it a second time with you? It was on HBO. Oh, and I know. it was Saturday I, night. I can't get which, past it fast Which enough. I always argue, we only watch feature... Yeah. Feature, feature presentations. presentations. <laughs> on Friday night and Saturday night. Yeah, man. Sunday through Thursday are for shows. We, we walk, no check our phones while no it's movies. on a couple yes. of times. Set Friday and Saturday on the big screen in the living room with popcorn. The sound bar on. Uh, sound bar is up a little louder than usual. Yes. Right. So we saved that, you know, for a feature presentation. I said you've already seen the movie. Can we but, be allowed that? But she's been um, she legislating would... that over the last couple of weeks because she saw it was on there. And I said, I looked at the political capital worth worth fighting this fight. And I said, you know what? Not worth it. I would say it is. But Let's get this done. But, but we'll get into that. We'll your... get into that in a little bit. Okay. All right. Yeah. What I learned this week, <laughs> which I had sent if you, you. If you were, if you run it, if you go into a Barbie thing right now, I'm going to die. I thought you'd be like, what Ken I was so bar- yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> um, What I learned this week is, uh, uh, which is what I, I sent you this on Instagram, and you said, save this for the headlines, and I said, nope, I'm digging right in on this. 
Okay. What I learned this week is <laughs> is uh, I don't want to say our man, but the man, the myth, the legend, Vince McMahon is down bad. Yeah, did you read the? I went into the details. Did you go into the details? So he did is. You see being, the text message? Did you read the text messages? I didn't read the text message, oh. but. He's. Uh, I, w- being, I wanted to read them out loud. I was like, "Oh, we can't. I can't even read this out for the." Food. He's allegedly the being uh, like, it's sex trap. Uh, accused of sexually uh, abusing, and um, and here we go, defecating on former former WWE employee, and it says here. Um, she felt pressure to comply. One particular disturbing encounter in the lawsuit occurred in May 2020, man. When McMahon quote defecated on Mrs. Grant on Miss Grant's during a threesome and then commanded her to continue pleasuring his quote unquote friend with feces in her hair and running down her back. Yeah. While McMahon went to the bathroom to shower off. End quote. The text message is the text messages are gnarly. I won't even go into them, but the text messages that he sends are. Are 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 are, in, are insane. They're in, they're crazy. Yeah. So he's yeah. already um, resigned in shame yeah. from WWE. Uh, just another titan of an industry has fallen. Off your John Rocker. Ab- You're right. You know in what? There. Just the door. That that door for the that off the John Rocker. It was one of those like you know mall doors where like the sensor just it sees you coming and opens for you. It was that door. I have um, I have saloon doors and the wind blew and it just like opened magically for him to just right. just totally walk right into. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Vince McMahon, um, to quote the uh, famous Rappaport, probably and definitely a sick fuck of the week. Such a um, sick fuck. It was, the text messages are. I don't disgusting. even. Yeah, I don't even like it. It doesn't. Once I read that, I go. I'm I'm all set here. Well, I was like, all right, I need to look into this for the pod, you know, because you had sent it, and I was like, I want to, you know, I don't want to, I want, you know, I want to do a little research, so I, I'm, I'm up to, I want to have some knowledge, and I was like, I got, I gotta, because I normally, I was like, I gotta read these text messages, and I was just like, oh my, I think there was like three or four, and like once I read like two of the three or four, I was like, I'm, I, 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 I am all set. Mm-hmm. This is so disgusting. Yeah. So yeah, not a good what I learned this week, um, but an important one. Yeah. So that's what I learned this week. Alex, what did you learn this week? Um, I actually before I get into my what I learned this week, um, I actually did learn this 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 week too. But I wanted to also give a shout out. I wanted to do a little earlier, but no better time than now. I wanted to give a shout out to a couple listeners of ours the the nasty family ooh uh dr nasty and paige uh congrats uh i don't know if you did uh dr nasty uh was pregnant they had their kid over the weekend hey so big another girl another Look girl so congratulations to them and then also i got news this week that paige is pregnant so con- hey. congratulations to paige hopefully it's okay i said that for the whole world to hear more um, importantly, <laughs> I'd also like to congratulate Paige um, because she got me the recipe for the uh, bread pudding at Tap 42, and I now have it. Dude? Now, she texts it to me, and she goes... That's big time. She goes, this is this makes a lot. So this makes 30 batches. 
And I said, per- perfect. I go, I don't need to cut this down at all. Perfect. I will make exactly, exactly that. Perfect. Oh, you're going to be the star of the show, the next family, next big dinner. Oh, yeah. Ooh, and you're going to come in hot. Happy to report, went for the father-in-law's birthday to brunch this weekend. And uh, Paige, everything over there, good. Nice, smooth sailing over the weekends, babe. Yes. So don't you worry. They got it done. Yes. So congrats to the all the NAS all around, the whole family. We love them. So uh, shout out to them. But what I did learn, the other thing, I, the one thing I did learn this week, speaking of kind of the sort of movies, was you know in Netflix when uh, the when the end comes on and the screen starts and it goes, don't don't, and it like opens. Yeah. You know. Do you know what that sound is? Um, it is the sound, the last sound of like the computer booting up for Microsoft. You're doing the uh, at the Beatles. I uh, was Apple Mac music. Is no. it is it something that I would ever know? Um, or is it so common that well, you, forget? you don't you don't watch good TV shows and movies? Clearly. Oh wait so wait, wait 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 wait. Think of think of the most popular show that Netflix actually did that was the biggest hit for them. It's from that show. I don't know. I don't know if you'll if you'll maybe if you'll get it because it was. But what's the biggest Netflix? Sh- not a document, like a show that they produced. I'm trying to think. I don't know. I, I can't. You don't, you don't I can't ever. There's I don't think so you've ever many watched melted it. together that I don't know. Like what was Netflix? House of Cards. Did you ever watch House of Cards? I did. Okay. Okay. So that sound, that dun dun, like that—that's the when it starts and opens up Netflix. That is the sound of uh, Kevin Spacey's character in the movie. Of remember the scene assaulting a, a boy. <laughs> uh, that was what was so great about that. It, it was art imitated life mm. in that in that in that <laughs> TV show. No, um, it remember when I don't, I don't know how far you got or if you finished, but when he becomes got, like, three... when he got when he becomes president. I think I got that far. Yeah, well, there's the end of it's like the last scene of the last episode of like season three or whatever it is when he finally becomes president and he's sta- he's standing in his office in the Oval Office at his desk and he hits the, and, the, and, the ring on the, the desk. The ring on the desk goes. That's the sound. Damn. So every time and whenever you guys are watching Netflix and you hear that, you'll know like, oh, that's the sound from now. Yeah. I like the, the uh, blonde lady from that show. Um. Uh. Oh gosh, what's her name? I love her. I also like the black guy with the rib with the rib shack. Yeah, he's in the wire. Yes, his ribs looks in that too. You want his ribs too? You're just yep. like God. Yeah, that's why I remember it. Uh, it's gonna it's gonna crush me. I can't remember uh, what's her name. Uh, I can't remember her. She's uh, Jenny from uh, from uh, Forrest Gump. She's Jenny. Uh, she's the she? younger version. Of, she's Jenny. Yeah. No. Uh, d- Yes, promise. It's I'm not sh- looking it up. Don't don't you don't need. I'm to. not fact checking. I, I know her. That's t- I uh, her name. I know her because I love her as an actress. She's great. She's in. She's in a ton of great things. Mm. And she, in early on in the '90s, she was like she was. I mean, she was smoking hot in as an older lady in House of Cards. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. But yeah. So that's what I learned this week. That's what that's that sound. So every time you hear, it, you're like, oh, oh yeah, fuck yeah, shut the funk up. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I, I, uh, over the weekend, we were given a gift for Christmas. Once again, shout out to Scott. And, um, we had a gift from, from, uh, wifey's sister, my sister-in-law. And, uh, she also 
was babysitting, but we were gifted a candlelight performance. I don't know if you've seen any of these like on Instagram where they do these like candlelight performances. And the cool part was, is that it was down, down in Miami, uh, this past Friday night. And, um, the cool part was, is that I thought it was going to be like a, like a string quartet. It ended up being a band, Mm -hmm. but it was all Amy Winehouse covers. Cool. And on top of that, it was at the... Did you tell me about this? I don't think you told me. I, yeah, okay. I've been keeping it close to the vest. Wow. This is cool. So, um, also what was cool is Why does that it my family ever get me that? Like, what the fuck? I'm like, like, right now there's just, you know, I have a new stomach. There's jealousy boiling up in my new stomach. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Definitely unhealthy. Don't let it do that. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Calm it back down. Okay. Now, the cool thing was also, I don't know if you know this venue, but of course, I hit up the mayor of of Miami, Abraham, who knew everything about this place. The Scottish Rite um, Temple? No, yeah, no, I never, I saw it, I never, you know, I couldn't wait, yeah. So the Scottish Rite Temple is like the Freemasons, like some shit, and it's this old building that was built like in the early 1900s. And it's right down just west of Brickell, like basically right where Little Havana starts, mm-hmm. but um, like on the east side of the Miami River, if you know where that is. Uh, yeah, I know exactly. And that. so it was cool. So we went down there. And is it on the river? No. Well, it's it's like right across the street That's because beautiful. when we went oh, there, beautiful. we realized that we were right next to Garcia's. Mm-hmm. Which, have you ever been to Garcia's? No, but I've heard of so, it. So, pretty well-known, like, local, kind of been around since, like, the mid-60s establishment. They do, like, seafood. It's like a humid kind of seafood Fire. place. Pretty good. Yeah, it was good. So, we had some uh, we had some dinner, got some cocktails there, and we went over to the Scottish Rite Museum, or, uh, um, you know, temple, mm-hmm. I guess it really, what it really is. Um, and it was really cool. Now, we were walking in, and... and and wifey saw this lady with like this beautiful dress on and she goes, wow, you look so great. Turns out that ended up being the lead, the, the, the head singer or whatever cool. that we saw like out front. So we went inside. Oh, so it was, oh, okay. You saw, uh, yeah. So we go inside and they have like, like sections of seats that you get, you get to sit in. Now I will say Uh-oh. candlelight. I'm thinking, and there was a million candles there. I'm going to say probably needed a lot, but fake oh the fake the fake um little like whispering kind of fake flames which i think makes sense it's practical but damn it i know it would have been so in the in the scottish right there or cathedral I would have been fucking cool. but also that makes like that that would be a place like if we're going into like flights numbers before you get on it scottish right temple burns down sounds very plausible that's a nice way to go, though. Oh, like yeah. Like Winehouse Night cover, like my two best friends die. She's dead, Listen, we die. Yeah, that like, eulogy from me, they went out how they lie. Bogo? You guys are doing it. I'm getting you guys a two for one. I'm getting, I'm, I'm, not, paying, I'm not paying twice for this shit. That's fine, that's fine, that's fine. <laughs> You're taking care of Lucy, though, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. I missed that one. Good one. Um, so it was it was cool. Now they were also saying like no food or drink. We get there, there's a bar, of course. So that was cool. And I'm sitting down and I'm looking over and I'm looking at like 
this 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 woman over there, she got these these curls going on. I go, oh shit, that's one of our uh, most uh, esteemed fans, Alicia, was there. Oh yeah 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 yeah. So it was we saw her, went and said what's up to her. She was there with a bunch of her girlfriends. Um, but it was it was it was a good time. It was probably like an hour hour and fifteen minutes. They uh, would kind of talk about like the song. And then the lady would perform it. Um, it seemed to be like all, because there was like a little book there, like was all local people. Um, drummer was like 19 years old. But cool. Yeah, they did a good job. She stepped off for a little bit and they did a couple grooves of like instrumental stuff because apparently Amy was really and like very well versed in a lot of these kind of older artists and, and some instrumental oh my gosh, stuff. She loves like Tony Bennett and yeah. all that jazzy. She, that, that's the lot. That's the thing about Amy. A lot of people, she was, I mean, she had a huge R and B thing, both career before she like did the vintage, you know, soul stuff that people know her as for her, what they know for now. Yeah. And, um, you know, as you could imagine, you know, she, I was actually wondering like how many of the songs that I would know, but I was actually probably 50%. Like, oh yeah. I, I knew a good amount of them. Uh, wifey knew even more. Um, and so we're sitting there and we start talking to this couple that is behind us and, um, started talking about the podcast. Okay. And she was like super interested into it. We we're talking to the wife or the girlfriend, whatever she was. Um, and so I, I like got on her phone. I saved the playlist. Uh, I, saved, I saved the podcast for her. Shout out. Um, what was her name? Give and, me a shout out. Yo. And so shout out to John and shout out to Boop. Boop, boop, be doop. What's up? Now, and we, I go, that, is that your real name? She goes, no, but that's what everyone's been calling me. But we start talking and I let her know that it's cool about music and shit. she's, and she's scrolling through the feed looking at all the different peacocks. And she goes, you know, I grew up out in L.A. And she started throwing some bands out. So I'm curious. Mama Stud? Nope. Nah. Nope. 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 Don't Mother know. Hips? No. No. Houndmouth? Houndmouth. I know Houndmouth. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. But so she was throwing these out. Of course, I, I wrote them down because I was just like. Yeah, we got to do some I research need, on those. I need all this those stuff. Probably some like weird But local... shout out to Boop and John. Yeah. Um, they were super on? Welcome. Cool. From Chicago, they summer down here, or whatever they were saying, hanging out, or, or winter down here, I guess. But they were both there. So it was it was a really cool uh, experience. It was definitely something I would do again. Um, and apparently, I think they do them like with say, other, with ask other you, covers. The... Well, we're talking about it. It's going to show up on your Instagram like tonight when you're on there, I guarantee. All right, good. The candlelight thing. Yeah. But, but I, I was thinking, also, that might be a good little situation for you yeah if, if you can get something to commit you know get someone to commit to that that might be a, a first good you know situation i like that situation a lot actually right yeah yeah that's, so i want you to take that but uh of course she closed down the house with valerie uh, uh we you know they were making sure no one put their phones out during it they said okay Pop your phones out for this one. Thank you. Everyone stood up. Everyone was clapping and cheering. And uh, it ended on a on a high note. And it, it was cool. It was cool. And this Scottish Rite um, uh, temple or whatever the fuck it was. It's, yeah. Super cool. 
Yeah. Super cool. Definitely that's, that's like a good one. That's yeah. So cat cat um, killed it on that one. Yeah, we'll have to talk to Abraham. I don't know if there's like other musical venues there and stuff normally. Yeah, you gotta drag me. But out like there. that's a very very cool spot for a show. Sweet. So if there are music venues there, like we need to dig into that because like that place was super cool. Sick. So yeah, wanted to do a little review there because uh, it was it was something different. Okay. You know. Yeah, dude. I, and Winehouse, I knew that would that would God. pull you in. Fuck. So yeah, mm. it was a lot of fun. Uh, well, one from one review to another, the Hall of Fame ceremony. It's 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 in December every year, but um, they uh, they don't really uh, I think it's on I forget. I think it's on like a weird channel or something. They don't, or they just don't do a good job advertising. Actually, maybe they don't even show it live. I think they don't may, may not even show it live anymore. But it is now. They just released it. It's on Hulu now. Okay. Um, and I watched Rock and Roll Hall of Fame ceremony. We got, we got Grammys coming up this Sunday. Also, yeah, that's which... the one you can skip. We're skipping the Grammys. There is always yeah, because it's the new people. It's member they they do the lip sync the the hall of fame is a cool one because like they induct the people and then the people go and play (laughs) they're like we're still gonna make sure that you still got it let's see what you got give us 10 minutes yeah it's way cooler so but it was first of all before i go into it and i um i'll just go into each in uh inductee and kind of who we got um but it was great it's the, the I, I if you want to check it, I highly recommend checking it out. If anyone has two hours of their time, it was really well done. The performances and everything, all of it was excellent. They cut it and it's, it's the all same edited. performance that you would have seen had you been watching it live, right? Yeah, but it's all it's all edited, so it's just like you know they're they're not they're only showing you like you know this guy's speech. And like, you know, maybe one of his songs and then like, they'll just show this other guy's just his live thing and not his in speech. And then like this guy, like they edit it. So they, they just give you the goods. It. Yeah. They cherry picked it. So okay. it's really well done. So they started it off, um, <clears throat> with Cheryl Crow. Uh, that was, I'm going to go, those, those, those are all the induction, the inductees. So the first one was Cheryl Crow and she did a really, I was very surprised. Um, a really, now, I'm actually curious, um, do 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 all the artists always do their songs? Yeah, like they all for all the whoever gets inducted always usually will walk right over to there's a stage right there next to them and they'll yeah. start playing unless they're like really freaking old and then um they'll have somebody like do an, like a tribute. Yeah, okay. Like there's a couple like if they're of, physically unable to perform. <laughs> yeah, there's a if couple on, on here pup, that I'll go on the pup list. Yeah, there's a, there's a couple on here that I like, yeah. So, but Cheryl Crow did um, you know, a couple of her songs, and she did them with Olivia Rodriguez, um, or Rodrigo, the new girl. Yes. That came out this year. Ish. Did a great job. She did an awesome job. I was very, really? I was very impressed with Olivia. Okay, shout out to Olivia. And she played with uh, and on the guitar playing with Cheryl Crow and Olivia. Uh, was Peter Frampton, who oh, was do you feel like I do slaying, like he was just doing just the Lou lit in between, just like licks in between like lyrics and stuff, amazing. And then Stevie Nicks was also on stage with them too for a song. I mean, amazing. 
Now, are we giving Cheryl too much credit because of the supporting cast? No, that's kind of what they always do. They yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, no. So I'm thinking like Prince, when my guitar gently weeps, and he's like on stage with some of the other boys just sh- absolutely shredding, and it's not even... I thought it was cool because it was like, at least this is what I think they're going for, and this is the impression I got from it. I was like, oh, this is cool. They did the the old, you know, veteran like Stevie Nicks and then they did the one in between with Cheryl Crow who was, you know, the the, the lead like strong famous vocalist and then they did the new girl Olivia on the block, Olivia Rodrigo and they had them all together. I was That's like, cool. "Oh, I see what you did. That's cool." That's cool. Um next one they did was uh, DJ Cool Herc. He got inducted this year, uh, you know, the 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 godfather of hip hop. Um he his was really cool. Because um, th- on his, they uh, they did like a, a hit, like a like a little video montage history, and it was fucking cool of like all the footage and people talking of like just the quick history of you know 1978, you know Bronx, New York. It was really cool. So like they did that whole story of him, which was super awesome. And then the next person who got uh, the next was Shaka Khan. She she got inducted for the second time on her own this time without Rufus. Okay. This one was fucking cool, man. Check this one out. She uh, it was Shaka Khan up there playing. Uh, Common came out for a song. Love and it. They did it with her. The backing band was Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis were on like guitar and bass playing mm. uh, with her, and then. Um, at the end, the last song, because she did like, they did like a like a, a medley of like four or five songs of like Ain't Nobody, like you know, all of the yeah. song. And then her came out and played. Ooh. She doesn't miss, right? She had the guitar. She does not. She that, is. She, I, I was like tearing up how beautiful. I was like, this chick, she was, it was amazing. Her, 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 her and uh, Shaka going back and forth with their vocals. They got, they got fucking pipes on them. It was blow, blowing your mind, man. Is her, um, I mean, she's got to be just based on like songwriting ability, singing, music. I mean, like she total has, package. The, she's the total package. Is she like underrated? No. I know she's gotten a good amount of Grammys and stuff, but she's got, but, she's, uh, no. Is, uh, is she properly rated? Yeah, I would say. Yeah, she's got, you know, her radio songs she's put out there. Her albums are bar none. She writes for so many people. Anyone that's ever seen her or watched a YouTube video or any of her live performances, the girl can fucking slay the guitar. Yeah. I mean, you R&B, blues, rock, the girl can rip. Yeah. And then, like I said, she's just got what just this strong Maybe I don't listen voice. to her enough, but I always think of her and I'm like, she's so great. She's amazing. And yeah. she seems like underutilized by, by the I, I, by gen pop. I can see where you're going. Yeah. For anyone, it's yeah. It was, that was, that was probably one of the most incredible performances of the night was that one. Um, the next one was George Michael. Obviously he's passed away. Yeah. Um, uh, you need to walk that one back. You got to mm-hmm. walk that one back. Wham was a great band and George Michael, Songwriting wise, even if you don't like like his songwriting ability, it was incredible. Like he wrote so many freaking songs for himself and other people. Yeah, he was like that. He was the guy that could just like in his like roll out. As my hitting coach used to say in baseball, that guy could roll out of bed and, and, and get on base. That George Michael could roll out of bed and write a hit song. So, uh, but Miguel 
Miguel did the tribute for him because you know he was dead. So Miguel came out and did the really? tribute for George Michael. You know Wait, why? Because George Michael is he's dead. He can't. He's not. Well, I know he's dead, but why Miguel? Uh, he's got. He's an amazing vocalist, and he's I mean, he's great. I, it's just. It seems like when they're like sitting down. And they're like putting the fine, uh, the fantasy football. They're doing a little bit of that. Of like, okay, who's going to do the tribute? And they're like over here with all these guys. And they're like, we're going to go Miguel in the 15th. Like that just seems. There, there's a little bit of that. I would, I, I, yeah. I see what you're putting down. Um, but, they, but then also uh, Miguel did a song. Adam Levine did a song. I fast forward to that fucking absolute, you know, just I was. I got it because Adam Levine's voice sounds like George Michael's voice. It's that same um, pitch and an yeah. octave and whatnot. But I was like, get get the get, no 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 Adam Levine get I need you off the stage, bud. Yeah. Um. But then the third song they did, Carrie Underwood came out. Fucking, she, I mean that girl. She again, that girl can freaking sing. Oh yeah. So she's got she, pipes. She, she did. She she came correct. She came correct. Where's she been? Uh, Sunday night. <laughs> Sunday, night football. Sunday night no I don't know I don't know I love her just because she's married to like this awesome hockey player and she lives in Nashville so anyone that's married to a hockey player I'm like yeah you you get it you're cool okay um uh the next one this one was actually really cool it was the spinners the spinners got inducted hey and okay. new edition because they are old the spinners are old yeah They're from you know the Motown era so new edition came out and represented and did the tribute for them, did like two or three songs. Everyone, they were doing all the moves, Bobby, everyone, they sounded great. Okay. New Edition did a great job. And then um, after uh, the New Edition did the thing, um, it was also, they did a tribute to uh, Don Cornelius of Soul Train. Yep. And then they they brought down this huge set, came down after New Edition came off the stage. And they, it was the exact same replica set of Soul Train. And they brought down all the out all the dancers. And then they did like this Soul Train tribute. And it was fucking cool as shit. I might watch just for that. It was so cool. Yeah, the Soul Train tribute was so fucking cool. Um, the next one, this was one could have definitely done without. But I just, I just made the note of it. Uh, Kate Bush. Got inducted. You know, we had already talked about a little bit of the Stranger Things bias on that one. Um, but St. Saint, uh, Saint Vincent came out. She did a, I love St. Vincent, but Kate Bush. Broken you know, bone. Not uh, my thing. Oh, no, okay, no. But uh, uh, then we had then we had uh, Willie Nelson. Hey, wait. He just got in? Uh, Yeah, yeah. Really? I mean, he's been in for like other things like with uh, uh, the Highwaymen and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah, he just got in on his own. It's weird that they would they do that. put someone in as a group and then who's also had such a long and lengthy kind of like solo career and then it be like multiple year like you could do a group and then put Willie in the next year but to wait like 15 more years to then put Willie in just seems like weird. Yeah. You know? But Willie was cool because um, Chris Stapleton, as we were talking about before, he came out and him and Willie did like, you know, three or four songs together, just just them two, uh, and they killed it. They did like uh, uh, Whiskey River together, just just Stapleton beautiful, beautiful marriage. He doesn't miss. Yeah, so that miss. was great. Um, I, this one was very cool too. Uh, Link Ray got in this year, Ooh. and we love Link Ray. He's a past Peacock. The and yep. um, uh, the induction speech for Link Ray because Link Ray is passed. Guess who inducted him? 
Jimmy Page. Oh. Jimmy Page did this awesome speech and inducted him. Did he and play? then Jimmy Page played. He was there and played and played a live rendition of Rumble on the classic double neck Jimmy Page Led Zeppelin guitar. And it was chills, my guy. Mm. Chills. It was okay. fucking cool. Interesting. Yeah. So that one was really good. Um, uh, Bernie Toppin got inducted this year. That was. Um, uh, Once against, kind of seems overdue. Yep, Elton yep. John's, Elton John's writing partner. So they, you know, Elton John came out, did Tiny Dancer, did a bunch of his songs. So it was kind of like I was like, I was like, this kind of sucks for Bernie because he's the songwriter stuff, but like it still was Elton out there doing all. <laughs> it was just like Elton, Elton still gets the shine. Yeah, baby. but yeah. So that was that. Um, this one was really cool. Um, Ice T did the induction for Rage Against the Machine. And Dope. Um, it was really cool induction because Ice T, you know, Public Enemy, Rage Against Machine, like those those are guys that were you know. Oh, that's you know, they're fight that's the all pow- fist up. Fight the power, you know. You know, Rage Against the Machine. I mean, it's all in the name right there. So his induction speech was great, but was even cooler uh, was then Tom Morello came up for the acceptance speech. And Tom Morello's speech was fucking powerful. It was so cool. He, you know was talking about how to make change, do the change, talking just just had a just a really well-rounded speech and everything. It was really cool, really powerful. And then he sewed it all up beautifully. Um because he, when he talked about his mom, he goes, my mom couldn't be here tonight. He's like, but my mom, she's a, a Seattle history teacher and still to this day. And because I want to leave you with this quote and uh, that she told me to tell you guys tonight. And he says, history, like music, is not something that happens. It's something you make. Hmm. And it was, it was a really good uh, in, uh, in, um, acceptance speech by Tom cool. Morello on that. And then the last thing to close it all out, which was beautiful, and she brought down the fucking house, Missy Mr. Mina Elliott, dude. Hey. She came out. Did like Virginia all the hits, up. just like minute and a half fucking of all the hits, just up and down the stage. It was it was dope. It um, was dope. It's funny you mentioned her because I and I know that you could put together a a serious um, playlist of this, but I was listening to the original Ann Peebles. I can't stand the rain. Mm-hmm. Um. And I've been making a playlist of just all original sampled songs. Of course, Missy Elliott did Can't Stand the I Rain. mean, I have a playlist that I've made that's pretty, as you know, any place I make is pretty fucking intense. Yeah. I Yours have, are too long, to uh, be honest. No, they're just extensive. They've got it all in there. But I have a playlist uh, on my Spotify that's called his. It's called Hip Hop Sampled What? Question <laughs> mark. And it's got... It's got all of them. Every I might have one. to pilfer that. Oh, get in there. Trust me, there's so many that you're like, oh my God, that's it. It's it's actually fun. Yeah, So it's but it's one of those that I'm like making, but like I'm not adding to it until I hear like the original. Go check so out I almost mine. don't want to steal them because then I, I didn't actually I already did all the it. work for you. It's all, it, it's, mm. it's, it's, it's all in there. But Missy Elliott, um, we kind of, I feel like, are a little jaded because we grew up at the time when she was... You know, putting all that music out with Timbaland and just like, but she's got a catalog. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. got a serious and she noteworthy wrote. catalog. That's another thing. Like you know, you know, you people like might be listening. They're like kind of maybe scoffing. That girl wrote tons of songs for Alicia or um, Aaliyah. for Aaliyah and just like so many other artists that you don't even know about, brother. Yeah. So. And she's a big advocate for like I always loved. She's a big advocate for dance uh, dancers like in the background of songs, and you know she had that. Uh, her name was Allison Stoner, who was like one of the girl, like the small girls, like um, in one of her videos, and kept using her as she got older. Who then became like a professional dancer, cool, and all this yeah, cool shit it was too. Good. Yeah. So she's always been like a fan and and someone that has pushed the arts forward, like in her music, on top of like. Super cool fucking videos oh my that God. she's that she's put out. So yeah. there is not. I don't know if you could say a woman in the rap, hip hop game, whatever you want to call it, R and B. That's the one that, that I would say hasn't that, gotten her. That is that there is no one properly. like yeah. Missy Elliott. Yeah, there is only one. So, so yeah, good for her. Check it out. It was her. really, really. I thought I was like at the end of it, I was clapping. I was like, well done. It was really entertaining. Might have to put those, that on. Like I said, it's two hours. And you, you, those can get like crazy boring, but it, I, it was awesome. And um, so yeah, check it. It's on Hulu. Sweet. Uh, before we get into this peacock, I got a couple quick hits for you. What do you got? Um, I don't know. I feel like you would. This would totally be up your alley. Um, but Levitard was talking, I think, last week about this uh, Cameron and Mace. Uh, I checked it out. No, I checked it Yay out because there's another podcast that they were talking about it, and I listened to two episodes and I was like, "Nah, this ain't it." No, nah, they. It's it. I mean, it was the one the ones I listened to were just a lot of sports. And I'm just like, oh, I definitely don't want to hear sports from these guys because it's just like, you know, two guys that aren't in sports talking about sports, and um, it's. It's 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 yeah no nah, it wasn't I was like this isn't entertaining this isn't no. this isn't that good so and I, and I thought it was going to be I was I was like I was I thought it, I was I was hopeful yeah but I was like nah well the reason I bring them up because what Levitard was basically saying is he was talking about OJ because they have OJ on as like a correspondent mm-hmm. which got me thinking what do you think should we the, have him on what do you think the odds are that Bef- uh, on OJ's deathbed, a confession that he. That he do you, what do you Hi. think the odds of a deathbed confession from OJ? Hi, I think he'll absolutely deliver that. You think so? Absolutely, because that was what I started thinking. I think about. he's already got it written down, and it's in a place that it like you know it's like the Banksy painting. Like once it gets sold, it just it gets shredded. Like once his he's got something like connected exec, to with, the executor of his estate is he, gonna have like something already. He's written. got like something that's already implanted like connected to his heart, and like once the the, the last electro like electrodes like go, it automatically unlocks like this safe in Vegas. And there's just uh, it's a VHS recording. It's a v, it's on VHS. Well, because it's actually on like one of those things that we had back in elementary school where they they wheel out the TV that's strapped into the thing. Yeah, and yeah, it's just and you just, it's ready to press play. Well, the whole reason I was thinking about it was because Levitard brought it up and I totally forgot. And I want to throw this forgot out that he to was a murderer. You. 
I forgot that he wrote a book called If I Did It. Oh my god, yeah. That's why I was do I need to Do I need to order this book and do a book review of If I Did It? I'm still waiting for you to finish The Crown one, because that one had me on the edge of my seat. But yes, I, I heard it's amazing, because he basically goes through the whole thing and does like the whole thing of like... If I, this, you know, he, he goes through the trial and like all the things and all the evidence stuff. He's like, if I would, if I did it, I would have, it was basically just like, I would have covered up my tracks in this way. Like he just goes through like how he would have not gotten away with it. Well, cause the famous thing they always said on Levitard was, you know, that, that, um, OJ won't go back to LA cause he could be sitting in a restaurant not yeah. even knowing that the killer is is, is still there. Yeah, that's so like he won't what, go to L.A. It's kind of what he says. Yeah. So I think that might be something we need to, to research a little bit. I might get it. That. I would I love might that need to, to get into that. So, yeah. But but you're to um, you're you're saying that there is a higher yeah higher we'll than 50 50 shot that that we're going to get the deathbed confession. I don't think anyone. I don't think any anybody needs it. But I'm, but I, I, but knowing him and his ego, yeah, he'll do it. I need it. Oh, you're not convinced? You uh, the, uh, the... No, oh no, no. I'm a thousand percent convinced. Oh, okay. But um, I want you just I like wanna, you just I like wanna, a, you, I want to hear it from the horse. You just like mouth. A, you just like a, you, you're a kid that just likes a nice deathbed confessional. I mean, when's the last time we even got any type of good rare. deathbed confession? No one does them anymore. That's what I'm saying. Bring back the deathbed OJ, confessions. I'm just saying you're getting up there. Give us the juice. It's something. Right at the end. OJ, Squeeze the last bit of OJ, juice. Right OJ, give us the juice. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, I know that we have submitted all of our um, our, our Deadpools, but I, I was thinking about it once again with the... Um, with Someone the picked Terry Bradshaw, show. and he was not on the... Uh, I was watching this week's... Uh, I think wanna... that was Wifey. Of was he okay? Yeah, because someone picked him, and I was watching the pregame. She won because I might get some fringe benefits. And Kurt Menefee was like, uh, you know, right, right from the start of the broadcast, like Terry's not with us today, as you guys can see. He's at home. He's a little ill, but he's recovering now. I was just like, oh shit, here we go. Oh shit, here we go. (laughs) I was like, damn. Now I'm just wondering. I'm gonna throw this out there. I actually don't know how old he was. He is, excuse me. He still is with us. But I'm wondering if this was a missed opportunity. And I don't know if he would have counted because I don't know if he rises to a certain level of celebrity. Bob Ryan. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. That's right? that's a very good one. I think that that was a missed opportunity. I think that was too. I think that's so, a very yeah. Just, just I, I just I'm we're putting him on a watch list. I, 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 2024 I, watch list. Yeah. Bob Ryan. Yeah, he's yeah yeah. <laughs> now, um, uh, we're gonna have to open. We're gonna have to open the doors here. As you know, Nick Cannon, famously terrible uh, pullout game. Yeah, pullout game week. Right. I think he's up to 12 or 13. We have he's we creeping have, up to Antonio Cromartie numbers. Cromartie is the goat. Then we have Nick Cannon. Uh, just below him, we have um, we have Philip Rivers. Yeah, yeah. But I th- we have someone new that we need to put on the list. And I'm just saying we're we are now on the lookout. Okay, we're- Cam Newton welcoming his eighth child. All right. Okay, that's cool. We got another person on a, a, a different type of watch list. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, but we're we're just uh, Cam. 
I know you do the whole dressing thing. You got the whole text, you know, on in, on on uh, Instagram or on on X as we call it nowadays. No, Twitter. we call it Twitter still. Um, this podcast calls it Twitter. Now you're at the Ocho. I'm just saying. Welcome. Think about slowing down. You're younger than us, I think. No, get to that double digit, babe. Let's go. Get these numbers up. So uh, we're just keeping an eye on okay. that situation. We're okay. monitoring that. But I love at, that. But, I like that. But we're at number eight. I like that. Eight's too many. Eight's a lot. Um, <laughs> now it's time to unpack. Finally watched the Barbie movie. Have oh. you seen it? We, can we have to talk about this? Um, this is a quick hit that we can quickly move past. Yes, it is. I don't. I don't. I really don't. I don't think world's anyone most wants to okayest hear. movie. I, I don't think anything you're gonna say is going to be anything new to anybody listening or to me. Um, In fact, I, I'm getting a bit enraged that you even like you watched it. I don't well, know why. isn't it isn't it funny though that um, Greta Gerwig and Margot Robbie neither of them were um, nominated, but of course Ryan Gosling was as just the man in the movie. Well, that that was that's for the new one, not the Emmy or the Academy Awards. Yeah, for that. The Golden Globes, they were nominated for a bunch of stuff, but they didn't win, but their panties were in a bunch for that. And I was just like, you thought you were going to win what? Dude, it's the Barbie movie. Just be happy that you're getting like some escargot at your table. Mm. Get out of here. Mm. Yeah, world's most okayest movie. We're going to brush right past that. Um, but exactly what I thought it would be. Wifey, I hope you liked it. You ruined a Saturday night feature presentation. Yeah. She owes you one now. So I, I, that was smart of you. Um, so we know now that, uh, my last one here before we get into the peacock, um, as we both know, uh, both teams have punched their ticket to the Super Bowl. Yes. Which um, now it's... I want to discuss because I know we gave it only a little bit of shine when it happened originally, but I want to break down your expectations for what we think an Usher Super Bowl. I called it by the way. I called it. Super Bowl halftime performance. Want to go on record that I called that like halftime it. performance last year. Yeah. No, there's no yeah. Go back and check the record. It's all recorded. You guys out there check the tapes. I'm not going back. <laughs> um I'm excited. Yeah, it's going to be so Are good. You? Yeah, I can't believe you're not. I mean, I'm a big Usher fan guy though. I loved, you know, My Way 8701 album is just a classic to me. First off, I love all his shit. When if the lights go down and the lights come back up and we have him in the junkyard with or the whatever, eye patch with the it's a it's actually like an eye with the eye over it's it, an isn't eye it? it's a like the lid on the top oh, lid man, on the on. bottom with the with the with the lashes. Will you be in? If that is how he starts it, I'm back in. I'm surprised because I'm I, I'm. Pretty much, it's. I think it's going to be a pretty big ATL night. He's well, from ATL. I think he's going to bring Luda and and Lil John and all that. I think it's going to be a big ATL celebration. I so guess, I'm surprised that you're not in. I guess my thing is, and I'd have to like really think back, but like I think of Usher as R and B. Yeah, and I, I, I don't know how well typically R and B has fared as a Super Bowl performance because I'm looking for well, high energy gonna... and I'm looking for electricity 
And some he's of gonna his, do like DJ falling in love again. He's gonna do his new. He's got a ton. He's got so many goddamn hits, bro. He's got those. So there's gonna be so many. You're like, oh my god, he does. That's right. He but does if that you one. like, all right. So if my way starts, I'm in. But if he goes into let it burn, oh yeah, I'm, you see what that's yeah, that's do, what I hope. Oh, he doesn't, I see what you mean. I, that, I don't want it that to type be of that where it's like, no. yeah, of course you're go, gonna go into yeah. And I'll you're be gonna surprised bring Luda and Lil John out. I'll be surprised course. if he does like if he does like you remind me of a girl. I'll be like, oh, we can. You don't have to do that. That's yet. the stuff that I'm I'm worried about that. You but know? I want him to do. You don't have to call. You know, yeah. Let and, me get um, let me get that Pharrell beat on there. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm trying to like make love in this club. You that know? that one. That, might, that I don't one, know if that's gonna be suitable for the Super Bowl. Audience. Careful with the careful with the the just thrusting of the. I gotta make sure there. I'm still good. That was my you first do. thrust. And since I think we're, I think I'll be back. Yes. I think. <laughs> but that's those are my concerns. Yeah, I, need I have high zero. Energy. It's, it's gonna be, I think, one of the best one, one of the better um, ones. I think. I'm just, and here's he the just other has thing, so many hits. and I know we've talked about this in the past. Sometimes it's an ensemble of people. I like it better when it is like one main person or one main band with a little sprinkling of some sun off to the side. I agree. I don't I want don't... the ensemble to have to hold up much. Usher in a way that he couldn't it do will. it without. I expect like him doing this thing, and then pretty much the end shebang is going to be Luda and Lil John come out and they do yeah. That's going to be like, and then everyone's going to be like, that's I mean that song t- never gets old to this okay. day. Well, we have about two and weeks. he has so he had that that vacancy in in uh, Vegas for so long, so he, that guy he is ready to go. Oh no, I don't doubt like his dancing performing. Um, we'll see about singing. I'm hoping that he's That's got the always, pipes. He's got yeah. the pipes. So I, I, I'm gonna be. I mean, you've ruined that. I've. I don't know. We've talked about it, but it's ruined you've for ruined me. it for it's me. Not... To where I... as soon as you see it, you let, as soon as you start, you sniff a lip sync out. You're like, oh, this sucks. Well, no, no, no. I anytime I'm watching a performance now, Macy's Day Parade, <laughs> uh, Christmas, anything, anything at all. The first thing I, the first box that I'm checking. In the performance, it's not the music, it's back, not the background, it's not, it's not the pageantry. Are they lip syncing? Is that goddamn backing track going? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the only thing um, that I think oh. about. Because if they are singing, they get even extra credit for even if it's not great. Um, but if they're not singing, I'm downgrading you, and I'm going to downgrade you even more if you're actually a really great singer yeah too because like now i'm like you've sold out fuck you that's I what think, are you yeah, doing yeah, like totally. why are you know why are you even doing this if you're not going to be up there just flexing those pipes right yeah you know if i yes. ever see adele lip sync <laughs> like shame on like that would be one of the uh, uh, uh travesty of the highest order she would never she would never she would never she'd be like yo i have a tick in my throat i can't perform tonight and Correct. We, all, we all we we would all go thank you yes mm-hmm. so usher you're also on the watch list because literally we're wait. both going to be watching it. Yes, yeah. And <laughs> we will be lists. we will be picking you apart, and uh, and then we will obviously review it the week after. Yes, so. yes. Looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. You ready to get into it? Yeah, let's get into this week's Peacock uh, in music. It. I've got a uh, a very a fun one for you because um, I got a book from our uh, from our buddy Scott. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a book about not, it's the 60 songs that define the nineties and it's 
been a lot of fun to read. A um, lot of really cool 60s stuff. 60s songs that defined the 90s. Yeah, the guy starts off, he's like, yeah, I didn't want to do like 90 songs that define the 90s. He's like, I thought that would be corny cliche. I was like, yeah, it's right there for you. You should have just taken it. I'm just trying to think of like a 60s song. No, 60 songs. Oh, six. six oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, how is this working? <laughs> 60 songs that define the 90s? Yeah. All right, we're going to sprinkle in. I'm hoping Collective Soul maybe even made the top 80, no. 90. Ace of Base? Yes. Okay. Ace of Base is in there. Okay, perfect. Um, uh, so I've been reading the book. It's been great. And in the book, um, you know, it talks about this guy and it reminded me. I was like, oh, that's right. This guy is such a huge deal, especially in the 90s. But he's just the, he's a, the super producer that you never heard of. And his name is Max Martin. Max Martin. February 26, 1971 to present. He is a super producer. He's wrote so, all so many pop songs and radio songs that you know and love or don't like at all. He, he's, the, he's the mastermind. He's like developed. Basically, he calls it like. Um, math music of he literally has like <clears throat> hold on let me get a little sip here he developed like this basically like you know an algorithm for how to how to create the perfect pop song he, and he has it down pat um so opening verse chorus bridge. verse chorus bridge <laughs> no. chorus end the guy he knows how to write a melody he's the man um Carl Martin Sandberg grew up in Stockholm, Sweden. Ooh. He's a Swede. Okay. And he actually, uh, just to go ahead, he is so big, he has this, you know, tree of producers, like just how they have coaches trees yeah. and stuff in sports. He's got a tree of Swedish producers ever from him that now there's like seven, eight uh Sweet is these huge, also just super producers that have Swedish come out. House Mafia. That he yeah, had, no, that have come out from that have worked under his tutelage, that have also just have prolific careers now writing pop and, and pop songs. So awesome. He's, he's, he's that dude. Um, as a teenager, he wrote, um, or uh, he sang in a bunch of, a bunch of bands uh, before finally joining Get Ready for This, a glam style funk metal band called it's alive and i checked it out it's on spotify and i swear to god it's a does funk it metal band does it slap there's a cut like it's not like oh but it's like i was like let me hear this and i was like Seems wow this is a funk metal band okay this is this is this is this is this is hilarious um um didn't you know they didn't do anything big anywhere but um they do have they do have a lot of stuff out um dropped out of high school as the geniuses always do um to pursue music up uh, to pursue music full-time um and he signed with a major swedish uh record label uh that was owned by this guy named dennis pop uh oddly enough and um this guy dennis pop saw max's uh talent very early on for songwriting in the beginning and he took him under his wing and showed him you know everything he knew about songwriting 
and uh, Max absorbed all of that and uh, was the early was the this guy Dennis Pop was the early on uh, influence and mentor that showed him you know how to write how to write a song and songwriting skills basically. Um, his first big collab though was with Ace of Base. Hey, um, on their second album. Uh, you know, he collabed on a couple songs, but, uh, look at that. Scott's calling me right now. Scott, I'm sorry. Um, and, uh, but his, uh, the, that collab, um, actually led to, um, his, that, his, the Swedish record label that he was on, that he was uh, on, uh, the American record label, Jive Records, the infamous Jive Records. Yeah. Um, uh, asked them to come and work with their artist and write a bunch of songs for their artist. And the very first song or very first album that he worked on and produced was the Backstreet Boys' first album. And he wrote, Quit Playing Games With Your Heart, With My Heart, As Long As You Love Me. Like, that's all Max Martin. He wrote those. Those were the first, those were the first big ones and really set them on the trajectory to you know at like you know he um he he uh, he wrote he uh, there's another one he wrote robin's uh show me love you got to show me love he mm-hmm. wrote that song uh next um he wrote and produced hit me baby one more time for britney spears I think i've heard that before yep uh which that song was passed he was uh, max originally Gave it to Backstreet Boys. They said all set. And then he approached TLC and they said, we're all set. And so we gave it to this unknown Britney Spears and she said, I'll take that. Mm. And the rest was history. He also wrote You Drive Me Crazy on that same album. I mean, that right there set him up for life. Yep. And he's, there's a bunch more in there. I'll go through. What's a, that royalty check look like every every month? Uh, I, there's, I got numbers for you. Just because I know you like the, like the numbers. So I threw the numbers. Might have to and, look up the net worth. I, I got it. I, already, I did it for you. Because I knew. I was like, Jordan's going to want to know. So I already did it for you. Okay. Um, next, uh, he did a bunch of stuff. But he also linked up with Kelly Clarkson. Wrote, Since You've Been Gone. The guy's just churning. He's just a hit factory, as you can see at this point. Um, fast forward to 2012, though, because I wanted to get this in here. Because this one, all of my Taylor Swift fans come in closer. You know how they say when you when you're uh, when you on the first day of a class, you everyone's in the back, and the, the professor makes everyone come to the front. Yeah, that's what I'm doing now. To all the Taylor Swift, come in, come to the front uh, of the class, please. All right, professor. Because Benson. I know the Taylor Swift fans always love to say how. She writes her own stuff, and she's the one. She does everything, and she's the cheat. And I've always said, eh, here's a perfect example of what I'm fucking talking about. He collabed with Taylor Swift and wrote, We're never getting back together. I don't know any of her songs. So okay. I don't, I don't We're know. never, ever, ever okay. getting back together. We. That's Max Martin wrote and produced that whole song. Thank you very much. Um, he wrote, I knew you were in trouble when you walked in. Wrote that song for you Taylor Swift fans. Um, and went on to co-write and produce 
10 other uh, top 10 songs for Taylor Swift. So we need to put to bed all of this narrative of Homegirl does it all herself. I didn't know that that was a thing. I'm just, it is. Everyone's that, that's, she's the one that everyone's like, well, she's the only one that writes all of her. It's no, she has a writing team. Been saying this for years. No great, huge radio or uh, pop music star writes her own stuff. It's just not, the record labels just won't allow, let it to happen. They're just, mm. They want money, and so they go get the guy that's going to make make him the money. Yeah. So there you go. You it's all everyone go to the back of the room now. You can all go back now. Um, I just want to go through a couple of credits for him. Some uh, there's a bunch of songs here that he that he wrote that I just want to note, and then I want to get into um, accolades and awards and stuff for him. But song credits wrote in sync. It's gonna be me. Wrote Katy Perry's I Kissed the Girl. And uh, I liked it. Uh, wrote The Weeknd's uh, I Can't Feel My Face. Love it. Wrote Justin Timberlake's Can't Stop the Feeling. Yeah. Uh, wrote Usher's DJ Got Us Fallen in Love. Wrote Ariana Grande's Side to Side. And he wrote Bon John, uh, John Bon Jovi's It's My Life. Oh, it's nice. Now. So, guys, guys, it's just an absolute yeah. walking hit factory. Yeah. Now... Uh, some of the cool little accolades and awards and just just pile on of just why this guy's the shit. Um, he's the he has the third most number one hits all time that he's written, and the only person he's behind is Paul and John McCart Paul McCartney and John Lennon. Oh, and that's I don't know if you've the, heard of them. That's because of the Beatles. Just back then, there weren't enough people out there to compete with them, so they just had a ton of number one hits. So he's third most all the time behind them, and he's only like like three or four behind them. So wow. there's there's that. He's tied with the infamous George Martin again. George Martin was the guy who produced all of the songs for the Beatles for the most uh, uh, number uh, most uh, top one hundred hits. He's tied with him for number one. Um, he's uh won Songwriter of the Year for a Grammy eleven times. Eight of those eleven times were consecutive. That seems like a <laughs> dynasty that will never be. That's insane. That was when I was like, Jesus Christ! I know he writes pop songs, and there's going to be a lot of our listen- listeners on here that are going to snob up. But those things by year five or six, they were just like, God, we gotta fucking. He's get a genius. So there's that five Grammy awards, you know, for various things. He's one producer of the year. Um, his, all of his singles that he's like, that he's written that have like, you know, that there's this big name single has tallied. I guess how much all of his singles has tallied to so far in royalties. I mean, the Hit Me Babies and the early stuff has just been around and been clocking him dollars. Plus, the Taylor Swift, I think... Don't I'm, overthink it too much, but it's, it, it's, it's a lot. Amount of royalties in the last, basically, 25 years. I'm going to go $20 million. $135 million. <laughs> Okay, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Okay. $135 million is, is what he's... I didn't want to go too high, and I was thinking in my head that too high would be $50 million. $135 million, that's how much his role... That's how much he... Like, the songs that he's made are, are just cashing in So I think him. you've said it before, or maybe this is a line from um, The King Contrary and Your Father, but he's going out to the mailbox with the... Uh, 
with the um, wheelbarrow. Yeah, he's going out to the mailbox with like the John Deere tractor. Yeah, okay, bull- yes, like, yeah, the, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yep. The big bulldozer. Yeah, you know that's he's Lionel Richie and whatnot's going out there with like you know the wheelbarrow. This guy's beep beep. Oh, we were beep, backing up the Brinks beep. truck. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So when he goes down to the uh, to the mailbox, and then his net worth, and this is till in 2017, so it's probably more. Guess what his net worth is, my guy? Because I know you love, you're a net worth daddy. I'm looking right now. I'm trying to get an updated version <laughs> it's of it. 260 million. That's wow. his net worth. That's crazy. He's it's in insane when I started going in and get because I knew about him. But when I started getting into it, I was like, this guy is a juggernaut. I have updated numbers here of three hundred and fifty million. There you go. Like the guy is and he's still to this day. You, He's still right. Like like last year, like there's he's still writing hits. There's still radio hits. He's still writing them. The guy is a super the definition of a super producer. He knows the exact, you know, algorithm and algebra of writing a hit song and melody. It's quite in impressive. Two, in 2017, in the last 12 months, he had earned 54 million dollars. It's insane. So it's just it's the snowball that's just rolling downhill, and it's just continue like it's just gathering up. Shit and like I goes. said, he still works to this day. He still turns out hit, and he's he's opened up this like record label in Sweden slash like music producer academy where Dope. he now is just churning out these just Swedish like all and there's like I said you can look up the there's a tree I went through it you won't know any names but there's a tree and then all of them just writing tons of fucking just radio smash hits awesome yeah it's really impressive very cool yeah Max good, Martin good one that yeah. was a good one yeah. Um, all right, so before we get out of here, we do it every year, usually around this time, because Jordan is always super late with his gifts, so it's actually right it, on it time. Was, it, was, it was my fault this year, but I want to point to sometime very recently in the past that it was Scott's fault. Okay, um, we do our gift exchange, our bro gift exchange. I've already sent my gift. Scott already got his. Scott, I have given um, proof proof of life to Alex um, yesterday yes. um, that the gift has apparently come from Europe and is officially here. These are from Scott. All three? All These are all from Scott. And then I'll give you mine we after. Some, we got some weight. Yeah, there's going some. On there's one of those. I'm just. Yeah, that one. I'm like, what? That's a weapon. Three gifts. Now, Scott, I also got you three things, but I had to wait for the <laughs> from first Thailand. To get, from Thailand, yes. So we have here first. Um, the fuck? Oh, a knife. A knife sharpener. Okay, that'll do. That, I'm, that's. I'm that's wondering if this is a theme. Okay, is that what the heavy stuff is? I don't know. Spoiler alert. I don't I have no idea what any of these are, by the way. We have here now. Is it a knife? This is okay. We have a cast iron. Ooh. This is like a, a burger press, a meat press for the grill. Cool. Um, I, I, that's actually, I like that gift. Yes. Is, yep, it, is yep, it by yep. Lodge? Um, Lodge? Got a restaurant quality sear to smash a burg. Press some chicken, sear a small steak, 
Lock in flavor. Yes. Okay. All right. Those are the knives. I like what he did here. This is good. He did a, this is you're because you're you are a chef. You got the flat you're flatty daddy. So all of this is checking out. Beverly's you, materials. Oh, it's open. All right, we have here. Okay, we are correct. We got some, some new. Just one. Ooh. And it comes in a nice, a nice sheath. Ooh. It, uh, Let me okay. see that steel, son. So you pull this off because that's how it's done. Damn, bro. You hear that? Give, give, him, give him a little MFR. Give him a little LSMR. Someone's getting... Yeah! Someone just got so satisfied right there. Okay, I'm wow, like... Wow, that's a nice knife. I like this. Damn, good job, it feels, Scotty. It feels good in the hand. I, it's, a, it's, just, a, hey, it's, it's a cooking me, knife. It's a cooking knife. Oh. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> All right. Come to YouTube, Scott. guys, if you want to check out the gifts. Come to YouTube. Scott. This one is from me. A plus, Scott. Let me yeah. put this back in its sheath. I, I actually just like the container that it's in. You know, I've always said that I wanted to be like, you know, one of the guys on Chef um, that has the knives that are in the thing that you roll out. Like the leather, yes. Like yes, and yes, yes. and and I've always said that that's like how you know someone's like serious about the cooking and all that type of stuff. So I always wanted to be that guy, but I do think that this is a good starting uh, route to get there. And I can pull this out when people come over and unsheath it, and so people know that like I'm about my business. I like the idea of you like doing that and rolling it out, and there's just that and only that knife in it. And you're like, there's the there's more coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 All yeah. right, so this is from you. That's from me. Thank you, Scott. Yes. What is this um, packaging That's, here, listen, I, dude? Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to see that this is just like a. A piece Amazon, of... I think it was a filler from another Amazon package, so you can't see the gifts. Okay, we have here. We got a Shut the Funk Up podcast trucker hat. Yes, so love specifically that. made. And I, I, if you like it, or if people like it, go up there and actually check. Give it, get a little close up on the camera. So, yeah. if people like it, we can make. I was thinking about maybe we can, you know, make some more of these. So yeah, check it out on YouTube. Beautiful. Yep. So we're getting. Let me see. Ooh, it looks good. Right. Yeah. And we got some other stuff in here. Let's see what we got. We have a. This one, I this one I got long. You're supposed to open it up not this late. Laser Wolf. Fort Lauderdale, but it's also the Miami Dolphins logo, absolute Hall of Fame shirt. It's the, but you see, it's the Laser Wolf as the Dolphin in the logo. It's oh, so yeah. cool. I just want you to see that I'm going to not wear this Dolphins shirt anymore. And now I have on my Laser Wolf. And I like how it says Fort Lauderdale and, you know, Friends of the Pod. Is this like a, a shirt even available? 
uh, it was in stores or super, is this a limited? It was a, it was super limited edition. As soon as soon as I saw it, I told Chris I was like I gotta have that, and he was like, um, "Go on the website." They actually, if you go to their Laser Wolf's uh, Instagram, they have a, like a little link in the bio, and they have um, they have a beautiful shop and merch store that they opened up. I don't know if it's still on there because it went quickly. Because it uh, it was made like right when in the beginning when they were hot, but I was just like that is the coolest one of the cooler one of the cooler designs I've seen them do. Oh, absolutely! It's a I, good this, one. Yes. Um, shout out to Chris and the boys o- and Chris and Jordan over at Laser Wolf. You guys, uh, my number one spot and my number one shirt. Now. I forgot. I forgot since, since I bought a hat. Look, look at it now. I'm like, oh yeah, that one was cool. All right, we have one more thing in here. Looks to also be some type of. Shirt or clothing item we have here. What do we got? Ooh, okay. I am now I, part of the Stu Gotts army. Wait, because I'm Stu Gotts, right? You're, you, I was about to say you're. Yeah, you're my Stu Gotts, and that's me. I also you. You're you're always coming to the to the Moss Miami. So I was like, my guy needs some gear too. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Now, I want to send a precursor here. I have thank you to Scott and Alex. Now, let me go bring this sucker in. Now, I also wanted to I'm about to say, I don't see how you're hiding. Is there... You, we be... said that we said we were exchanging today, right? Huh? We said we were exchanging today. I don't I know, know if you... I got it here. You've got mine hiding? Yeah, I got yours here. Okay, I didn't, I didn't see you hide it. Biggest box, bro. I'm so excited. I haven't been opened a box this large since I was like six years old. This is exciting. Now, let me get that in front of you. It's so big. Hold on, big boy. Let me look at. Let me get back down here. Now, God, tell me when. All right. uh, Let me just. Yeah, just real quickly. It's blocking. Is it so big? It's blocking me. No, it's fine. It's fine. Um. I so uh, and I and I told you that I would tell you the story, but I wanted to wait until we got on the uh, the podcast. But <sighs> always a good story, by the way. I just want to before you get into it. I don't want to mean to cut you off, but Jordan's with these gifts. There's always a a story that goes with it of either a gift he was gonna get or a story behind the gift that is almost as good, usually if not better than said gift. I want you to rate the story, and then I want you to rate the gift. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Okay? So, um, as I told you, we got HBO, and I got I downloaded, like, the HBO Go or Max app or whatever. And they change it, like, five times, so it's okay. Yeah. So, I've been, uh, and I think you know this about my wife, but I'm a giant mm-hmm. West Wing fan. Yes. Uh, yes fan. Yes, yes. Have you ever seen the show? Nope. Okay. So, my wife absolutely abhors ever watching it she won't let me like watch it on the tv our our wi-fi password for a while was no west wing for for a long time that is funny but that is funny i was watching one of the episodes (laughs) back uh because i'm re-watching all like seven seasons of it and it takes forever sneaking them oh yeah oh totally sneaking them in when i can um i have you watching it and then like when she comes in the door like 
like uh, at the end of the day from work, you just running and grabbing the remote remote real quick and just like switching over to Barb real quick. Like, hey, honey. Yep. A hundred (laughs) percent. And in one of the episodes, um, these people. (laughs) Yep. This is tied back to a West Wing episode. It hurts for me to laugh. Um, In one of the episodes, they start talking to some people from NASA and how they want money for a study and um, they talk about the majesty majesty of space and uh, Bradley Whitford, uh, his character, Josh Lyman. I totally know who is those people are. Brad- Bradley Whitford? You, you know him. What else is if, um, he's, he's the lawyer who's trying to take the company from Billy Madison. This, oh, Eric. Eric. He's got it. He's Eric. Got it. Okay. So Eric is um, basically not convinced by the majesty of space. And the hot lady from NASA is like, pick you up at eight. And so she drives him out to the middle. And now go ahead and open it. Drives him out to the middle. And they were talking about the beauty of space and all this other stuff. And I just had a wild idea, and I said, you know what? Let me see. My guy is turning a new page in his life. Maybe I can get him something a little different this year. And then this idea came to me. Yeah, why not? (laughs) It's so big. All right, so he's opening the box. Oh, we have another box within the box. This is so, I haven't, like, I, you forget how much fun it is to open big boxes, and I haven't done this, like I said, since I was a young child, so this is quite exciting for me. Good. I also have had a a pit in my stomach for, like, the last couple weeks, wondering if you somehow already had this. Okay. I don't think you do. Oh, dude! But this is sick, dude. It's a telescope. Yes. This is. You have outdone yourself. Yes. You have outdone yourself. Yes. Wow. I just want you know. I'm into this. Are you, bro? I'm not even exaggerating. I mean, this is like N64 kid on fucking Christmas. Yes. Wow. Now, what I learned very quickly was when I was researching these is that there are obviously different levels to this shit. So there's there's ones that are, you know, like... slowly. The celest the celestron, astro uh, astro astro master seventy az telescope. This is sick. Yeah. This is tight, dude. Okay. I'm CC. Okay. Okay. I'm I am ecstatic that you like it. That's so cool. Yeah, because I have. The the thing of the app where you can look up and I always do it whenever and um was was there this and, is so and this cool. is why I had the pit in my stomach and maybe I'm thinking of the wrong house at one point ever did you have a telescope in a house a white telescope 
Uh, yes. Yeah. Where was that? It was at the apartment that me and Ian were lived on the, on the, oh, okay. Uh, over okay. on 15th Street. Yes. See, I remember, cause that was, I ordered it. It and was I dilapidated go, though. Cause it was cool. I was like, man, this is so cool. And, and but the, the gyro wheel on it was like totally shit. And I was like, it was just for looks. I was like, you got, I always should tell Ian, I was like, you gotta get this repaired. This thing's so cool. Yeah. So I, that I had that in the pit cause I ordered it. I had a couple beers. And I ordered it, and I was like, this is going to be dope. And then I was like, oh, no, I think he might already have one. Because no. I remember seeing one at some point. This is tight. This is tight. Now I can't, I, I'm already, I'm just like, okay, the chair that's in, like, the guest room, bye. So, Make room. Eric, in the episode, okay, they're, out, yeah. <laughs> they're out in a meadow. 10 on story, 11 on... Yes! yes. And so... Um, Eric was out there with the lady and she goes, look, and she goes, this is a view of, you know, Venus. This is the closest Venus is ever going to get for the next 36,000 years, Uh you know? And he's like, whoa. And then she goes and look, and she actually has a remote in her hand that fucking positions like she, she (sighs) said, yeah. And it does just like, and it like sets it up perfectly. And then she's like, now check this out. And she's like, that's the fucking Milky Way. And then she's like, and he's just like, whoa. And you can tell he's kind of blown away by it. And I was like, you know what? I think Alex might enjoy this. Did you see the new sat- the new images from the of Jupiter that just yes. came out? Yes. So I was looking from at the web. I was from the web. Like, uh, yeah. I was. I was like. I was, well, I looked at him yesterday. I was like, these are so fucking sick. Well, my guy, you killed it, dude. All right. Yes. Oh, my God. We'll see you next week. I got to set up my telescope, bro. Later.